Hello and welcome to the Three Guys Podcast. I'm Tyler. Sitting on my far left is Dixon, and in the middle is Ben. Hey. Howdy. And we just got back from seeing The World's End. It's the third and final chapter in um, the Egger... It's Egger Wright, right? I thought it was like the ice cream and... the It's Egger Wright and Simon Pegg and the other guy whose name I can't Nick remember. Nick Frost. Nick Frost. It's the third chapter of the, the Blood and Cornetto uh, trilogy. Uh, I... It's the ice cream series, I've always called it, because that's what it is. Yeah. We have nothing to say about it, apparently. No, no. This is, it, it, you it, know, it, it follows Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz, and not Paul. Which is Paul's a shame. Paul's not part of the trilogy. Which is a shame, because Paul I really liked. Still haven't seen him. Oh, well, we'll save Paul for another time. Yeah. Um, the World End... The World's, the world's End I is... Got, I kept getting this, like, one confused with, like... Just with his name, I kept thinking, like... This is the end? Yeah, this is the end. Like, they both yeah. have the end in it. And it actually turns out they have very similar plot points. That's kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah, actually. Well, maybe it's just supposed to be like a parody of it. No, no. No, that one came out too it's quick. They're too recent and they're sort of similar, but not really. I never actually saw the other one. Yeah. So. Well, if you've seen the trailer for this one, you've pretty much... You know what you need to know going into it. Simon Plague plays... What was it? Greg King. I only remember the last yeah, name. Yeah, Greg King. Yeah. Great King, who or gets Gary his, King. Gary, Gary King. I don't know why. I don't, I don't remember the last names. Gary King, who gets his old friends back together, takes them back to the sleepy town they grew up in to complete the Golden Mile. Twelve pubs in one night. In one night. So one pint at each pub, which is a lot of booze. Uh, yeah. I guess it's. I guess it's a bit of beer. It's a decent bit. You know. And, you know. Apparently, they're it's not impossible. It. It's not impossible. No, no. but. Uh, Maybe the actual quest of going to all of them in order. Yeah, because he is... should get lost by like eight. Yeah, and it's obviously not because his car is right by like the eleventh bar. So somehow he parked at eleven and started at one. So he kind of goes around. It seems yeah. to. It, it kind of messes amongst what seems only to be like five blocks, which is the town kind of is. Re- yeah, with the exception <laughs> of the of the the, uh, the roundabout they have, yeah. Yeah. which they claim the to ring happen. road, the first one yeah. in like nineteen oh nine. And they have a proud sign for that. Yeah, uh, it's uh, he. Tr- they, they, these five friends tried it when they were kids, didn't pan out. So they try again as ad- as adults. Like what's it, like twenty years later? Well, yeah. Greg King convinces the other four. The other four are very just weary. barely. <laughs> yeah, but of course, when they go back to the Sleepy Hollow, things are not as they remember it. And uh, spoilers: everybody's a robot. That was in the trailer. But everyone's not a robot. Oh, <laughs> yeah, because robot is a Czech word meaning slave, and that's a joke in the movie they use a bit. Yeah. They do go over that one, but that is very much what it is. It's... They're called them like simulants or replicants or something like that. Yeah, they, they were called uh, simulants. But uh, the movies and yeah, they called yeah. them simulants. Yeah, uh, it's for the for all three of the, the other three, two movies, you could kind of pick a genre they're making. Now, I don't want to say because the other two movies are very much taking films. That are they're they're, make, they're almost spoofing a genre, but they make good movies out of them at the same time. Yeah, like, like Shaun of the Dead is a romantic comedy with zombies. It's a really good zombie movie. I think it's my yeah because it's a really it's a really good zombie movie. And it just also happens to be a really good love story at the same time. I uh, never like I mean I see it as a comedy. I, don't, I, I get I, I get the love story bit of it too. Yeah, I mean it's in yeah. there. It doesn't need to be, but oh, but well yeah. that one actually yeah. But you can watch it, and it's like the love doesn't need to be. It's, it's, more still you, it's more than you can watch it and fool your girlfriend into thinking, hey, this is a romantic comedy. No, I think you'd be hard-pressed to do that one. It says yeah. it's the tagline for the movie. If you say a comedy, 
It does say romantic comedy with zombies. That was the tagline of that movie. I don't remember. I don't remember that. I'm not saying you're wrong, like you're lying, but I just don't. I don't remember that particular aspect of it. Pretty sure. But anyway. And then Hot Fuzz was was, well, it was an action movie. Yeah. It, it was spoofing buddy cops and action really, movies. But it's got really good British like humor in the beginning. Oh yeah. I'm not good. Yeah, it, it's actually I find the humor is good in that movie throughout. Yeah. Well, some people I know don't like the beginning, but they like the like the action. I like the whole thing. It was, it was a good movie. I watched the entire thing. Yeah. It is. It's, it's a... Uh, and then The World's End is... This one's a little harder because they're, they're doing an alien invasion story, like body, like Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yes. Yeah, that's that's kind of what this is. It's not, like a really long episode of Doctor Who. Yeah, I can see that too. <laughs> like even the production yeah. value is kind of similar to Doctor Who. Yeah. I think they had a higher budget. Just maybe. maybe. But uh, it, it, it's, it's the second genre that's a, uh, it's a little harder to peg. Uh, I want to say it's a coming-of-age story, but everyone's in their 40s, well, so, is, so... so is Shaun of the Dead, kind of. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's a little harder to... I pick. don't think it, it doesn't have to... I don't, I think you're overthinking this. There's no second genre to this. There might not be, to be fair. Like, even Hot Fuzz, like, you're kind of stretching you call it anything more than a buddy cop action movie. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. And, uh... It's like, it's, it's, it's like and buddy cop movie implies, like, there's humor in it, too, so... Well, yeah, because yeah, they're, they're always wacky partners. And, of course, this one they were. Yeah. Uh, so I so we don't want to get into too much spoiler of the movie because everything's kind of laid out in the trailer for you for everything you need to go into it. I don't think spoiling anything would help in this case. Most because anything we would spoil would be the small character moments that happen throughout the movie. So we, I don't really want to talk about them just because if you're interested in seeing the movie, those are the one things I don't think you should spoil. No, that, those are, that's definitely what makes the movie. Those are the best mm-hmm. moments are between yeah. the characters, the little bits. Yes, because they're all a... Uh, you actually believe that these are four, five friends that yeah. have been separated for years only to come back together for this one crazy night because of the one crazy friend that just can't grow up. Yeah, yeah that's what it boils down to. So they got good characters. Simon Pegg's character just, he can't grow up. So as opposed to talking about character bits, uh, let's say... Uh, are they robots? Uh, you're, you're, uh, you guys are the sci-fi. Yeah, they're, they're robots. <laughs> like I don't care. Like robots aren't always slaves. I'd say Data's a robot. He's an android. I yeah. guess they're androids. They look like people. Yeah, that would the be what thing they is, is. Don't and doesn't android imply that they have like human bits left in them? No, that's a cyborg. No, 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 no. Cyborg. cyborg means they look human. They're okay. robots yeah. made to look, look and, and act. Be, yeah. Okay, I always get cyborg and android confused. Fair enough. But they're robots. Like they make well, a thing about it in the movie. They are, they are correct. They're not actual robots. Uh, it's fine. That, that it, it is a Czech word, meaning yeah. slave. That's where it like it starts with like he has roots with communism and working in a factory yeah. and someone being a robot, like being a born slave. But yeah. I have they, to, they I, are robots. Like I'm not gonna even. It's not even worth like pissing well, around and arguing about it. They are robots. I'm not gonna fully doubt you on that. But like when you when you always think of robots, you always think of just like. You know, we wires and machines and things like that, yeah. but they seem to be—they seem to be more like dolls, actually. Oh, well, they they're actually just are. Like, with blue goo. They're like, yeah, they're very because like, like their arms pop like off. They have like they do look like toys. They have like the ball socket, you know, on them. Like Even heads on the and heads arms. too, and they and can be pulled off, but but they're absolutely hollow on the inside. Just Body, full of head, blue stuff. Like yeah, just... it looks like like you would use to clean your toilet. It yeah. does look, or like or like a. The stuff they put inside of uh, porta potties, that blue stuff. Yeah, to, to clean it. That's, or even like just, the eight yeah. ball stuff, like that. The magic the, eight ball, like that's the magic what. Eight yeah, ball blue stuff, which is pretty comical. Like they do, like it. They do some great. When they're like when they're 
because there's some pretty good fight, like little fight scenes in here where like these things are just getting destroyed and yeah. they're putting themselves back together. Yeah, you know, they, yeah. they'd rip an arm off or something like that and try to beat like another one off, and then they actually they do that. Like, that's the, that first scene in the bathroom where they're fighting. Yeah. Simon Pegg flat out does that. He rips the dude's arms off and beats him to death with them. Yeah. Well, does it count as death? Yeah. He he, he, he destroys yeah. it. He he beats it to they death. They get better. You they can get see him later in the movie. I don't know yeah. if those are supposed to be better or just more robots. I don't. I'm know. sure they're they're I, just copies. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just more because because later on you see one of the robots. I won't spoil this because it it is kind of spoiler. Yeah. But you see, you know, half his head kind of gets broken off there. But later on, it's not back together. I guess he put like a soccer ball or something on it and drew little eyes. Yeah. And he's, <laughs> um, just so that he could have like, oh, it's a head. We can sort of a. Uh, t- uh, you can kind of see it. Yeah, it's not like it's, got yeah. like, it's not like an empty bowl. <laughs> Yeah, you're probably going to be confused at this point. You'd have to watch the movie to understand that. It, exactly it, it's it's more of a sight gag for the end of the movie. Yeah, so. yeah. But which uh, we'll get to that because the end of the movie I think is really worth talking about. Yeah, I'm trying to think of where to go next from here. The acting. I think the the acting is a good place to think. But the the thing is with the acting is like you can tell these guys most of them are very comfortable with each other. These are all people who've worked together on many movies before. TV and shows and stuff. Yeah. TV but, shows and they're friends outside of that specifically. Nick Frost, uh, Simon Pegg, and that uh, third guy. Uh, Which one is he playing in the movie? Does he play Steve? Yeah, I think it's Steve. That's the one. That's uh, the tall guy. Tall one. The taller guy. Yeah. That's yeah, that one's Steve. The um, the car guy is uh, Pete. And, and, and then Oliver is, is like O guy. Is Omen. Is, is, is Omen. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a six on his head. Well, it's not even really a six. It's more of just a six. A, okay, it looks like he's always got a hairline in the way. Or yeah. when he just flat out removes mm-hmm. it later in the movies, that's a that's a. Uh, but uh, I think they, they they actually do feel, they, they 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 feel the part and they I do have a lot of fun doing it. They do have a lot of fun doing it. It's very clear. I do love the bits of how you, you know what this is sad, but I'm gonna say this because I know he's not listening. Simon Pegg in this movie reminds me of of a friend of ours. I'm, I won't name him specifically in case he does, mm-hmm. but you know who it is. And you'll meet him. You sort of know him. You don't really know him well, but you'll get to know him, Dixon. And it, this, it, he, he just he, throughout this movie, he reminds me of that guy. Yeah. And I, I hate to do that to my listening audience, though. I know three of the, three views will be Dixon. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't like I, I, Simon Pegg's character in this movie. I really was cringing at the beginning part of the movie, trying to get them back together. I don't. I didn't like him. I don't like his character. I don't. I, I found him annoying. Simon Pegg, that was Greg, right? Yeah, yeah. like Greg, yeah. like yeah, like Greg King. King. Like I, yeah. I found him. Like this isn't hit on his acting or anything, but I just found him. Like he's a very clingy, not clingy. But he's a very needy, self-centered character. I don't like him. Well, those the, the, mm. the kind of person he's playing, they tend to be. Yeah. Like if you ever, I don't know if you, I'm sure you know someone like in your, like someone you would know from like your history. Who was always that kind of guy that needed to have his circle of friends around him? Was always kind of a screw up, yeah. didn't fit any particular. Yeah, norms. but I don't. I, I just don't care. Like I don't like him. I don't. I, I understand I don't you don't like, like him. Enough. I understand you don't like him. Like it's not it's, like I don't like the character and like that works for the movie. I don't like him. Period. It's not like oh he's a good villain or he's you know like no I, I don't like this character. No, I, I, I find it annoying. I, I understand that because it's um, it's like he's trying to play. The guy from Shaun of the Dead. He's trying to play Shaun again, but as opposed to being just a lazy guy who's just content getting by with life, kind of a uh, a lovable underdog. If only he would try, damn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's playing more of a guy 
who he's always got to be on the edge. He's always got to be unique. He's always got to be special, conforming. He's anti-conformist but he's, but, in the but, stereotype. But, but not yeah. like he's pushing the envelope in the head of everybody. Oh, no. Like he's stuck in a rut. He is. Yeah. So let's, not, let's not pretend this guy's rocking an iPhone. He doesn't even know what WTF means. You know, he doesn't know... His very bad memory, too, which yeah, I'm sure has something no. to do with the booze. Yeah. But he does... He's just... He's a mess. Yeah, he's a mess. Oh, yeah. I, I think that's, that's, that's kind of the... Um, I think, again, that's, that's kind of meant to be the joke of it. We're supposed to look back and see a character, a person that we know... From our youth, that just that just didn't grow up. He's very much that guy. Again, you don't have to. I'm not saying you have to like him. It's just that yeah. as we go for it, I understand fully why you don't like him. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. not the source of. He's the source of some of the humor for me, because I think he, the, his timing plays up really well with the others. But some of their uh, verbal sparring in the movie, some of it's funny, some of it's not. I like going a, back and forth and mishearing each other. Some like some of it's okay. Some of it doesn't work. Some of it doesn't but work. I, I think it, it's it's a very British thing, though. It's a very British. I just I, I don't, I don't know. think it came off well. Like I never had I this know. issue in Shaun of the Dead or like Hot Fuzz with some of like the other characters and them going back and forth. Well, some I understand, of this was... but some of it does seem like it's filler almost. Yeah, like, they needed to put something. Improv. I yeah. think it's it's improv, and probably some of it should have been trimmed out. Mm-hmm. Like there, like there are some bits. There's some bits in there that I think could have been trimmed, just from the notion because they don't really tell any part of the story. But then again, it makes it. It does make it feel like they're just hopping from bar to bar to drink that pint and move on. Yeah. Which, to be fair, by halfway through the movie, becomes the only option they have. Because when they find out the town is filled with robots, for the most part, uh, they and, figure the best plan is well, the robots know we're trying to do this, so if we don't do it. Like this, this they're is, know this is Simon Pegg's character trying to make them all like she's trying to finish it, but he's also but they're like yeah I guess you have a point if we go off plan here they're gonna know something's up so we're gonna yeah. stay on. Well, it doesn't help that Nick Frost's character uh, Andy after the first fight scene decides to hell with it and just starts drinking anyway. He spends like they go to the first two bars the first yeah they get to the third bar and he's yeah. just drinking tap water. Everyone else is actually <clears throat> drinking a pint, yeah. and then he goes and gets shot. Shots. Yeah, and, uh, Simon Pink starts to get shots, and it's like, well, you're the only one. You're you're the teetotaler. You're the one that can drive, uh, uh, Andy. And as they turn around, he's he's got he picks Five him up shots. one at a time, and he's just like shot, shot, shot. And it's like, fuck it. It's <laughs> just the hell with it. And mm. I don't know. I did like Andy, uh, Nick Frost's character. I liked Andy. I liked Steve. I even liked yeah. uh, Gary. Was no Gary was actually funny. He wasn't a puss at all. No. Gary was trying. No. Gary he, was be- trying. he beats up that bully. This is kind of funny. He yeah. beats. He beats. Gary. That's not. That wasn't Gary. Or Pete. Pete. Yeah, that Pete. Was Pete. Yeah, Pete. I like Pete. He was pretty. Yeah. He was pretty funny. Yeah. He had some good lines. He was just like, "Yeah, let's just get fucked up." You know, like <laughs> partway in, he's just he's just in he, it. He's just he's in it to win. And it he's at just that like, point. "Screw it." You know, we've started this. Might as well end it. Yeah, like he's he's kind of <laughs> doesn't have much of a voice in the movie, but I didn't mind him. And and, and yeah. then Oliver is he's kind of a puss. Yeah, but that was that's his character. He, yeah, they even kind of they tell you right in the beginning. You know, he's, he was a little young. A, yeah, he was a wuss. He he was younger. You know, we usually, but he, we wouldn't have hung out with him usually. I think is what they say, but yeah. we did because he was always good for a laugh. Yeah, yeah he was. He's yeah. He seems like a nice guy. Well, for the most part. Yeah. Mm. Uh, he keeps hiding in bathroom stalls and he gets like peek gets thrown on him and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Occupied. Occupied. I, I don't know. I, I I dug a lot of the humor, a lot of the gags. It's. The fight scenes too were really good. 
I really dug a lot of the fight scenes. Like in the trailer? They were very well choreographed. Yeah. Yes. For, for what they are, like how the robots fight, you know, it was really consistent. The robots weren't doing spin kicks and stuff. The robots were just kind of grabbing at you. Well, yeah. they, 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 we learn near the end when they get, when they take, it's Pete they grab, like in the woods after he beats up the bully. Yeah. We finally figure out what exactly they're doing there. Though they never really tell you. They just seem to... Grab at you? They grab at you and then Stop like... Stop grabbing. Grab your head. They grab your head and they, they grab you by the mouth. And that's the, their go-to thing. They're doing it the entire movie. Like, what exactly are they doing? And then, like, light shoots out of them. Like, more blue light. And that seems to incapacitate you. Like, they, 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 yeah, they yeah. don't seem like they inject you with something. It just seems they knock you out with that. Then they pull you aside. Yeah, because they're, they're not actually trying to kill them for the most part. You find not out. Not yet. Yeah. Well, by the time they're, they've, 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 they've essentially gone... Is that by the time they've gone horde mode, they're just like, we don't care. We're running around with our blue lights on. The modern art piece. Humans, the, humans, humans. The modern art oh, piece in the center of the town is just turned on. Which looks like something. It, it, it's very. This movie is actually very similar to uh, uh, The Day of the Earth Stood Still. There is a little bit of that in. There's, it, there's a lot of it. There's a lot of that. Especially, but yeah, okay, I can see that. The whole end of the movie and that the modern art piece, which is like a giant robot in the middle of the town that they're commenting on, like that. That's totally from the the day the earth stood still. You're right. You're right. That's a. I'm sure that's intentional. I'm sure. Oh, it, probably. Like like everything else, in their other two movies, I'm sure it is perfectly intentional. And they're playing with, uh, with some certain sci-fi tropes. Like I'm sure they just they just they're like, oh, we this is the, what we wanted to do with it, so that's mm-hmm. what we did it. Yeah. I know. I did, I did like the choreography and the fight scene. Speaking of the, the only issue I had, and this sounds like a bad one, but you would really think these androids, robots, whatever, would be better built than they are. Like yeah, they can put themselves back together, but they still get smashed up. Yeah, once they get smashed, they can't do much. Yeah, yeah. Their, their their body parts just seem to implode slash explode, just just break like they were a thin plastic. Not a thin plastic, but like they're hard yeah. enough. I uh, the heads in particular seem to shatter like glass, which bugged me a little. Yeah. Because or he, or he punches his, into the stomach of one of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, the slutty ner- the, the slutty schoolgirl. I want you inside me. And he, and he punches her through the gut and it's like, okay, that was clever. Yeah, Takes his wedding ring back that the, I call it the hooker bot, yeah. the hooker bot ate earlier. Yeah. It's like, that doesn't clue you in. People just don't eat rings. I hope not anyway. Yeah. They don't just swallow Maybe rings. Maybe, Maybe that's a we're not getting. That's yeah. common. That could be like it. Like that's a, a Tuesday night. Yeah. <laughs> so, I thought uh, Pierce Brosnan, who makes an appearance in the movie, now, that's a surprise cameo I didn't see coming. I thought, you know, because they like to reuse actors, you know, this, in these movies. I figured they would have got uh, Timothy Dalton, because he was in Hot Fuzz. He was. Yeah. He was, like, the principal villain of Hot Fuzz. And it's amazing to think when you see him, it's like, oh, God. But uh, Chris Brosnan's in this, and I don't know, he's kind of... He, he doesn't got... do... He's kind of wasted. He doesn't do much. Well, to be fair, it, yeah. it's... I don't want to make fun of Pierce Brosnan, because he's, he's one of my favorite Bonds. It's it's more of a glorified cameo. I think it's why the trailers don't focus on him. Yeah, maybe because yeah. he he's just really kind of there for like, oh hey, it's Pierce Brosnan. He's never as fun as Timothy Dalton. He's the better Bond, maybe, but he's not as fun as T Dalt. Probably not. That, you know, he's he's T Dalt. Because I'm trying, or, or, try- Laz- or Lazenby. You know, like it's like oh, I'm trying to like oh Pierce Brosnan. He's like a real person. He is a real person. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine him as the villain in the Hot Fuzz, like Pierce Brosnan. It work. It would work. It works, but it's a much different role. It's it's a it's a super serious version of that role. Yeah, like in Hot Fuzz, which is funny because Timothy Dalton's James Bond movies are much more serious and dark than Pierce Brosnan's ever were. I think I, yeah. 
Timothy Dalton's like his two Bond moves are actually very dark and serious. He's like a burnt out Bond, kind of what they did with Daniel Craig. He maybe it was too soon. Maybe I think it was a too soon thing. I, I'm just imagining that scene with you know Nicholas Angelis jogging and Timothy Dalton comes up like lock me up. I've, 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 I'm a slasher of prices and he shakes his hand. I'm imagining Pierce Brosnan do that shit and, and it, it's it's there's no comedy in it. it you, it's dead serious and yeah, it's not funny. Bringing it back to that, there's no lines like that in this movie. There's no. For me, there's no big laugh-out-loud moments. No, admittedly, it's not, which I do think weakens the film a little bit. There's no moment that... It's subtler. It's definitely subtler. There's, yeah. there's certainly no big quotable lines in the movie. I don't know. I think there was one that I kind of did like. Oh, it is a bad... It was the one guy that would always keep saying, you know, WTF. And finally, uh, All the, the exchange guy... in the bathroom? Yeah. The the WTF? What does that even mean? What the fuck? Yeah, and the guy comes out, what the fuck? He's, He's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But <laughs> but that's not really that's... a quotable line. Like, you can't quote that line. No, it's not a short line that you can that, That's almost something you need, like, three people to set up to do. Yeah. Or like, it's a little story you can tell. But I mean, It's that... like the Three Stooges. It's almost like they're... I don't want to compare them to Three Stooges, but it's almost like they've reached back to, like, a Three Stooges version of comedy. Not the notion that it's physical, though there is a lot of that as well. Maybe it's like, stuff that's not quotable. It's stuff that needs that like, you could set up with three people to do. The effects yeah. in this movie, we can move on from there from acting because that's basically it. That's more or less it. Yeah. Like, there are some great character bits that I like, uh, particularly between Nick Frost and Simon Pegg, but they always work well together, in my opinion. So well, yeah. yeah. But to move on to effects, there wasn't really that many. You know, like very much like Doctor Who kind of effects going on here. Like I could see the way they did the. Simulants or robots in this movie? They, that would have. That, I could see that exact thing in Doctor Who. Right. Yeah. Like the blue goo and the plastic. Yeah. The modern art piece was underutilized. Doesn't do much. To be fair, no. look cool when it was moving. The one thing they did with it that they could do with it, they did do with it. Really. Grabbed a car. That crashed the world's end bar. Yeah. That's pretty much the only thing you can do with that. Though how he got away, I question, because he somehow got away in that situation, and it's never yeah. really. Well, maybe just. Maybe he just, like, got out the back or something. Like, he, Well, that's like, where the robot was. I guess well, the was... robot wasn't trying to kill him, maybe. I yeah. don't know. It didn't have any arms, to be fair. It didn't have any hands. So it had that... grab him. No, it, it just it, had that point. Okay, yeah, fair it's enough. It's kind of a four-point I just... Point. I suspect that that's... that's but, uh, I mean, it's almost kind of a joke there where sometimes you see these characters get into impossible-to-live situations. And they show up later. Oh, I'm fine. Yeah, they don't explain that how That is almost away. a Doctor Who joke at this point, isn't it? Hmm. It's just kind of like... Yeah, I'm sure it's... I, I haven't watched the modern series as much as I would like to because I did like what I've seen but isn't one of his companions like constantly and I can hear that situation they're just fine later well they always that always happens that's the Doctor okay. Who thing okay anyway that's but uh I did like you're, the, you're right then like you, you know it's probably best I explain how he got out of it I'll, I'll tell you later yeah. uh, as we get to the ending of the movie but just sometimes the effects then the, I guess the effects of the end of the movie I, I did like that it. big effect set piece towards the end of the movie yeah the, the 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 chase not a chase but the 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 explosion the cool guys don't look at explosion set and they're driving know, they're driving away it, from the explosion I'd almost call it like the Metroid runaway the self destruct sequence initiated more or yeah. less runaway don't look behind you uh just keep running just yeah. keep running but no I did like the effects for the most part actually no I don't have any problem with the effects really. No. I, I, they I'm were not, used sparingly. They were used sparingly, and that's always how I like my CG sparingly. And yeah. they used practical effects when they could, but sometimes with what we were doing, what that movie's doing, you can't. No. And but I mean, the only real effects they had was kind of a, you know, the the blue glow, the which blue, to me, the blue glow, 
the kind Which of does a, done well. ecl- electronic explosion in the end there, and kind of the you know shattering, gooey. The guys, which is practical. The guy, that, that most part, that was yeah, that was practical for the most part. But well, the closer up ones there, but I mean later on in the big fight there, a lot of that was mostly CGI. Yeah, and I don't have a problem with that because it's used sparingly. Yeah, and it's such a basic effect; it doesn't harm it because it's the it's, film does like to blind you though with yeah. it, its light, like especially as we get to the world's end and we get the reveal of what the like what they're doing, like essentially they're why the why the robots are in town. Yeah, why the robots are in town. Yeah. Uh, with a great cameo by Ben, I think it's Ben Kingsley. I think it's said in the credits. I think so. Yeah. I'd have to double check. As the voice? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'd have to double check that it might have been a uh, someone else, but random British dude. <laughs> I think it said it was Ben Kingsley. Oh, okay. Well, I saw it on the screen as we were leaving. I was like, oh, okay. That, that sounded like. I him. suppose so. Maybe. I I I wasn't really listening for the voice. I. But it is just like oh, it's one of those cool things. Uh, yeah. Uh, so. It's it's. I think it's time to get to the ending. Now that we've 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 saved the effects, the ending is is one of the few plot details that I think I think needs to be spoiled, because the ending is very. Um, Bleh. It's a weird ass ending. Like it takes the movie in. It takes it takes not to say the tone of the movie. I don't want to say that, but the movie does go to left field, right about here. And no, I wouldn't say it goes left field. They've been setting it up. <laughs> we, they were telling us the whole movie what they were doing, kind of. I, I suppose, yeah. but it just seems like there was a point where they took it too far. Not, not, not that this was this was offensive to me, but it just got me got me on the point where it stopped being funny. I guess you could say, and it just got a little. It, I almost want to say it was too much. I don't know. I'm not even sure what it really what it was, but it was too much of it. You know, because after after the big chase explosion, after we find out what the aliens are doing, and they're just like, well, or the robots, whatever. They're like, fine, we're leaving, because you can't argue with Gary King. He's never wrong. Except yeah. that one time he's wrong. Yeah, that was actually a running joke, too. But Gary's you, can't argue, Gary you can't argue with him, because he's never wrong. Yeah. And they leave. There's the big explosion that, uh, I guess their ships were leaving? I don't know. We never got to see... We never it see, no, it just, the planet. Regardless. Regardless, yes. Yeah. And we zoom out into a campfire where Nick Frost is telling these survivors, I'm not sure why they believe him, that he was there when the world... There's no su- TV, might as well listen to him. <laughs> when <Yeah>. the world <laughs> went dark. Because apparently once the, the these... They, they explain that these... The, uh, they call it the network. That's when the network has got set up points all over the world. And this town is one of them. This town just happens to be one of them. And they're trying to... They're trying. To, they're taking over people's bodies so they can peacefully indoctrinate people later and, and influence society, yeah. so that it can be ready to integrate into like this grand galactic network. community. Yeah, which seems all because it's the network anyway. But admittedly, they've been having some problems, and thanks to Gary King, they're like, "To hell with it, we're leaving." So, yeah, it's not worth it. And it's not worth this headache. So the world's end blows up as of the birth of a. Um, North, what's that town's name again? Not Nottingham, but like not not what it's like British town. The British the town blows it's up. It's like Northwood or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Notwood or something. Notwood. It, it, like it's bad when we can't remember the name, but yeah. it doesn't matter. I guess it doesn't really matter. It's a small British town. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the, that that blows up and it takes all the technology out of the world. It, it well, destroys they, all the technology. I guess it's assumed that that was this one of like many of the explosions from the other networks uh, yeah. blowing up the EMPs. So the world has officially gotten dark. And nobody's around that understands enough how to fix it. 
apparently, or they never bother trying. I'm gonna assume that there just wasn't enough people left to get everything going again, or they couldn't fix it. One of the oh, two. Oh well, they had a phonograph working near the end. <laughs> well, I guess, but that's. But regardless, it's kind of like the Dark Ages. It, it's it's it, the movie becomes like Mad Maxish post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's like the movie's just like you're in, and you're sitting in the theater. I know, obviously, I was just like, what? Yeah, that was kind of a weird thing. It's also the it's in that apocalypse. That's the one time they do the joke, because that's why they call it the the Blood and Cornetto trilogy. Is because every series, I don't know why this is, they think it's funny, but they all make a joke involving the that, that, that brand of ice cream, and that's where they do that joke right at the end. Because he's because oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's narrating like you know I can't remember any processed foods I like. As he says that, like he's talking like there's a uh, a Cornetto wrapper. It flies over the fence. And as he reaches for it, it runs away. He's just like, oh. He's so sad. And it just showcases that the friends have kind of, they, they've split up again, and they've essentially gone back to their normal lives as much as they can. A little better than they were. Everyone's like, a little better off than they were. Like the re- the uh, realtor's gone back to realtor. Re- re- uh, he's uh, gone back to selling houses. Selling houses, In yeah. a suit still. In a suit. Um, the going guy, I guess he's, I guess he's, he's a dead. car dealer? Yeah, he's kind of dead though. They don't. But to be fair, no, he's with his family, and apparently he's a good dad. His wife doesn't care though. Yeah. His wife doesn't seem to notice or question too much. Uh, Steve ends up the girl crush that uh, Gary King banged that one time in the Sables toilet. Yeah. And um, Andy's back with his Andy's wife back and with kids. his wife and kids, and now they've all gone organic. Um, well, because you know, no more processed food. Yeah. yeah. And then we cut to because uh, something else they mentioned is that when the um, when the big boom happened, when the lights went out, the simulants, about, like, what, two weeks later, I think they said? Whatever, they wake Something up. Like they, they came back on. They reboot. And it was just like, well, what do we do with these robots? And essentially, humanity has, the, the, they hate them, which, to be fair, once everyone sort of knew what happened, I'd hate them too. Yeah, we've seen District 9. We've, we've seen what happens when humanity gets a hold of anything that's not... The same. Not the same. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to a bar called The Rising Sun. Which I'm sure is symbolism like every other bar name in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got Simon uh, Simon's there, and he's walking in with the four clones of his friends, like the young versions of themselves. Like perfect, not perfect versions, but like better versions. The younger, better versions. Mm-hmm. And he's he looks like I don't know if you've ever seen the um, the West Craven like vampire movie with uh, James Woods. I haven't seen much, but I have seen it. I yeah. know the one who... He kind of looks like Van Helsing, actually. Yeah, he does look like... Yeah. It looks like it's almost like barred from he's got, that. He's got a Van duster. They got duster. He's got a duster. He's got the, the bandana the on. The claymore. He's, the big claymore on his back, and he's still wearing his leather jacket. He looks better. He does look better. Like, yeah. he, he shaved the goatee. He's like, yeah. And he goes into this bar, and I guess he's got the four, they call, like I said, simulant friends. Uh, they go into the bar, and he, he asks for water. He's like, I guess he's done with booze now. Or he can't get booze. I'm not sure which. Mm. And uh, yeah, the simulants. The sign says no simulants. He goes in this bar and it says no blanks. So that's yeah. what they call them. At the yeah, end, that's no blanks. The, was it blanks? I thought not smashy, smashy Eggman. Yes. <laughs> the three minutes we've been talking about this. There's been no better name for these things than smashy, smashy Eggman. I still would have gone with blue blood. That that's my go-to because they got blue goo. Like whatever. Yeah. Anyway, he goes into the bar and everyone in there can instantly tell these guys are simulants. Though I'm not sure how. They just do. They just do. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And he's asking, he has to for water for the friends, and the bartender who looks like something out of Mad Max is like, I'll give you water, but not these four freaks you're with. And he's just like, uh, well, 
we're on a quest. He never he doesn't explain why he's traveling. He's like, well, we're on a quest. We're doing something, and we're thirsty, and you're a bar. So I'll ask again nicely, please. And that's the final time, and then he's everyone like, everyone pulls their weapons. Everyone like breaks bottles, pulls knives, and they 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 they, they, they go blue. Simon Pegg has drawn his his broadsword. He attacks the camera. Credits. Well, it's just like, yeah. it's like, who are you? He's like, oh, they call me the king. <laughs> which was, which was I a nice thing. I guess they keep making King Arthur references in this movie. And I yeah, guess that's what true. he's supposed to be well, doing. Well, not, not King Arthur references, but just to King Arthur. And just general yeah. royalty. And it's, it's, it's Gary King and Arthur Knight. Yeah. Hey, Arthur's last name was Yeah, his best buddy is Arthur Knight. Or Andy Knight. Fair enough. Which is kind of, you know, little thing there. Yeah. Little happy coincidence. And that's where the film loses me. As much as I like this film going up into that, it's the end of the world stick that goes really left field for me. I think the epilogue goes on too long. For me, I didn't like the beginning. I liked when they get to town. And the hijinks. I I liked the big cathartic scene that Simon Pegg and Nick Frost have at the end. where Where... Simon's going like, oh, you know, like, it's just never been the same since that night. It's never been as good. I like that. That was good. And then after that, it, like, it, it, got, it got really weird. It did get yeah. really weird. Like, that was pretty much the like, point for well, me. They, like, they tell them what happens to their friends. Yeah. I was like, well, like they just kind of gloss over that. Because <laughs> something even worse happens. Like, well, technology gets knocked out, but... Yeah. What happens to the humans is a... Uh, when they're replaced, they get turned into mulch. It's just like, whoa, guys, that's a, yeah, like, that's guess, dark. They're that's... not really dead, I guess, but they are dead. Like, they got yeah. simulants of them running around, but still. Yeah, yeah. They never... But those are like... Anyway, that's the, that's the whole uploading yourself to a robot thing. It's just like, are you still really a human at that point? How? They're, like, they're not human. Well, no, no. That's, that's my thinking on it, but that's kind of what they're doing there. Yeah. yeah. Like, how uh, much of that is still really human... So, it, it's about that point where he only gets to the world end, and that's where the film, I don't want to say loses me, but it's certainly very weak. I'm not, I don't like this ending. I don't know what they were going for, but I don't particularly like the it's, ending too much. Or even the whole point about humans, like, they're just too belligerent, they can't. Yeah, they're too ignorant and dumb and... Yeah, like... Uh, we spent the hour that we're supposed to side with these guys, like, okay, fine... The network is is wrong in this situation because if you want to bring us in, ask us. Don't sneak in the back door and do like slowly try to yeah try to conform. Don't don't ask us to conform. Just invite us. We're much more willing that way. But the way they make this point across, like we're the most kind of a sledgehammer. It's just like humanity does. Like this movie, I think it's little. It's the points that could be like it's beginning and ending for me are, are just like sledgehammers to the subtleties of the of the. Like, and the ridiculousness of the middle of the movie, where it's like some nice character interactions and then fighting robots. Yeah, that's great. The beginning is like, okay, he's really annoying, and the end is just like this ending's too much. It, yeah, they could have shortened like the first bit there before they get to town. Maybe take some of the information they had from like the first bit and spread it around. Maybe in, you know, maybe like little flashbacks almost. There's almost too many friends. I think that is kind of a problem. Is so much time? As good enough time to really get into all of them. As as good as yeah. as good as the few chemistry bits they have with each other, there there's almost too many of them. Like couldn't have Gary slash. Pete? Or no, sorry, I keep saying Gary for some reason. Uh, couldn't Pete's like Pete slash Oliver could have been one character. Yes, actually, they could have done that. Like they even kind of look the same. No offense to them. 
little both kind of older, slightly got like they're both older guys in suits with a with a part. Yeah, yeah. one just happens to be a uh, real estate agent, and the other sells cars at his dad's car company, car dealership. dealership. Well, he's yeah. partners now. He's with partner. I, I, I do love that bit when <laughs> the dad sees a uh, like uh, Gary King, and he's just like, "What the hell is he doing here?" It's like, "Oh, hello, Mister." Blah blah blah. It's like, uh, and he's uh, and he's got this look that that British I am disappointed face on. Yeah, why are you disappointed? Get the fuck out! Look. <laughs> I love that look. I don't know who that old guy was, but he was terrifying to look at. I liked old Basil. Oh, yeah. Basil, uh, yeah, crazy guy. Aquanazis. Was it? Uh, <laughs> what did he say? Well, the Bermuda, the Bermuda, tri- Bermuda Rhombus and the Aqua Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. Bur- Burban, write it down. The <laughs> Bermuda Triangle is not a triangle, it's a square. It's, it's, but it's, it's like two triangles side by side, so it's actually more of a rhombus. It was just it was something weird like that. Yeah. It's like he's the crazy, insane dude in town, and this one time he happens to be right. Yeah. And strangely enough, he's one of the only people still human. Eh. <laughs> you figure they would have been like. He knew, he knew. So, they also implied that these things came down the night that they went to the World's End bar. I thought there'd be more of that. The density like they, they, like they would remember. Because well, they even make a thing about only one person remembers that night. That was Gary. That, yes. But they never go into that. I think that was some of those things that you'd have to watch again to see. Like, the things he was, he was saying? Yeah, maybe like those are the things. Flashbacks, like maybe those are things we'd notice in the flashback. Yeah. Maybe. I, to, uh, hmm. I, I, I hate to say that, but you, I think you'd almost have to watch it. Uh, it's like watching The Sixth Sense when you've seen it the first time and the second time. No, see? I don't think it'd be like that at all. I don't think this movie's that I'm not, I'm constructed. Not, I'm not saying it's that constructed, but I'm talking specifically about that little bit to see more if that's actually what they did or if it's, you know... Oh, it, to it, check. It, just it, to check. To okay. see if they did it or if they're just bullshitting you I and you can't it. remember because of all the insanity that's happened. Yeah, I, I doubt it. I'm, I'm not saying... I'm not saying you, Benny. What do you think? Like, I'm okay. willing to test it, but I don't know. With the way the movie's set up, not really. It seems like it'd be... That'd be great if it was, but I'm not seeing it. Uh, that's... It all seems like... It, it seems like it'd be something that'd just fuck with you. It'd be like, you know what? Hey, you'd hey. You'd be reading way too much into it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, you'd watch it again to see if they do that. Yeah. Or to see those hints that they've thrown yeah, in there. to make me watch it again. <laughs> I'd actually be interested to hear, like, a... Like a direct, like I don't often listen to these, but I'd love to hear like a director's commentary on this one. I rem- just to hear some of the like to see them explain some of the choices they Before made. Before we get to the uh, yeah. the rating, the rating, I gotta say oh, this is a little side thing about DVD. When DVDs first came out, that was the big thing is you could have director's commentaries. Yes, you couldn't have that before like on a VHS. It was impossible. You had to have a whole different movie, like VHS. You had to have a totally different tape. You'd have to have like two of them or another like cassette. Yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they ever did that. Like having a set that you could like sync up with the VHS movie, yeah. You know they've probably done it with a couple one, but once again, probably not very many. It's it's too but pricey. That was like one of the big things with DVDs. I remember the first couple DVDs that I had, I would watch the director's commentaries and the making ofs. And then I stopped, and now more and more DVDs don't have that. Like, I, I remember one of the big ones was Hellboy. The first Hellboy had a great making of. Granted, not every movie. Like I'm, I'm not saying like City Slickers or. Or like a movie like The Heat, or any movie is going to be as intricate as like a Gilmero Del horror movie. Interesting tidbit for you while we're sidetracking. Uh, that movie that we don't talk about, mm-hmm. I'll to talk about, it comes out on Blu-ray in October. A lot of the movies that we saw actually are coming out in October on like Blu-ray and DVD. Man of Steel is supposedly uh, After Earth will be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was looking at it because I was seeing what was like on there. No director's commentary. No, nothing from Will Smith or, a- or Jaden Smith or uh, 
Oh, okay. M. Night Shyamalan. Like, if you buy the movie on Blu-ray, you don't even get to hear him explain why the hell he did this. I hate to say this, but at least Yui Bowl gives you entertainment on the director's commentary. Because he saying, truly I, don't I give a shit. I think you guys should go back into my DVD collection and look for some of the, like, the, the director's commentaries. I think that'd be something to do, I think, for just for certain movies. I don't know how interesting movies I've seen and I liked, but... I wonder if T2 has a director's commentary. I'm sure at least there's so many versions of it, I'm sure there's... One of the musts. Oh, probably. I just watched that the other day on Netflix. Cool. Because it's a classic movie. It is. <laughs> Looks good. It's got good CG. Some of the best CG ever. Back when CG was the it new was from alien 1991 thing. or something. Yeah, when CG was this new and alien concept, you're like, whoa. Yeah, they made it look good. They did. because well, they use it sparingly too. It's not like I don't hey, know, man. Every you see a lot second. of you see a lot of T2000. But yeah, when, but, yeah. But I mean, it's not like everything is basically CG. No, a lot of it's practical. Yeah. I've seen the yeah. like making ups for those effects too. They're pretty cool. So, so to go into rating. I know that me and Dixon, I think all three of us are going to have very different ratings on this one. So I'll ask Dixon. I, I normally I just tell him to do it, but mm-hmm. this time I'm asking him. Do you want to go first, or do you want someone else to go first? No, no you guys can go first. Okay. Then I'll go first. Um, when, I, when, it, when it came to seeing this one, I was excited to see it, because I'm a big fan of Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. I think a lot of people are going into this movie with that same mindset, that it's going to follow those movies' footsteps. It wants to. It does in some places, but as a especially the ending, I think it starts to fall apart. Uh, I think it's a funny movie for the most part. Um, I like I do like I like the action, the choreography, a lot of the fight scenes, uh, particularly the uh, the honey the, the the hive the honey hive beehive the beehive that was it uh, that I like that fight scene in particular just from the way that the different choreography is going on like Andy with the bar stools. Uh, Gary trying to drink that last that dead drink there because he's the only one still drinking at this point yeah. because he must do it um, but the ending weirds me out too much and I guess even weird is that's not the right term but it, it it turns this movie away from me it's not as good as Shaun of the Dead or, or, or Hot Fuzz were because you can tell those movies they were parroting something but they still made a good version of that movie regardless especially Shaun of the Dead oh yeah um with The World's End, I don't see that. And despite the fact I love the character moments, that, like I said, the ending, I don't want to say completely kills it, but it turns it like it, it turns it way down for me. So even though I'm a fan of it, and I'm the one that liked this movie, I can really only give it a 6 out of 10. That's, I think, might even be pushing it. Like, I like this movie, and I would say, if you're a fan of those movies, go see it. But you have to take it with a grain of salt, because it's not as good as those ones. Like, Shaun of the Dead or Hot Fuzz would be an 8 or like a 9 I'd have to I haven't seen them in a long time but I do remember really liking them and I know they can be watched again without without really any expectations or even knowledge of the genres they're from which I think helps this one I think when they delved into sci-fi I think they went a little too far but I, I liked it but it's harder to recommend than I think it should be so Ben remember you can't use half numbers You we've not hit 5 yet damn it and even if we get to five, you'll have to start counting because I'm not going to tell you if you could use them or not. <laughs> Wait, Man, you go million. back and you give some views to these videos. Yes, you give some views to the YouTube to see page. see how many there are. <laughs> so you can start counting and just be like, I can do it again. It's up to you to remember now. Okay. Uh, you know what? I will agree with you in a lot of parts. I also agree with Dixon on a lot of these parts. The beginning definitely could have been a lot shorter. I really wish they had shortened it down a little more. 
maybe gotten rid of it, maybe made it part of when they were in the town, maybe make them more flashbacks. Hmm. I think that would have been much better. Near the end, you know, it, it is very odd. Like, it makes sense, but after it's kind of nuked, the city, it almost seems like it should have ended there. Maybe. But because of the last bit on there, it almost seems like they're trying to they might make a sequel I say might but I doubt it he doesn't seem to want to make sequels of these movies no but you never know maybe some maybe they might change their mind maybe this one is the one electric boogaloo (laughs) of all of them this one is the one I could see them putting a sequel to just the way it's set up the other two are kind of complete well they could do it with Hot Fuzz too but it's a stretch that was a big stretch on that one no because there's there's closure there is closure in all those movies this one there's not really closure yeah yeah this one seems like it almost like does scream for a sequel, you know, starring around you know Greg King, and the apocalypse. Yeah, and the apocalypse and his little crew there. His crew of robots. Yeah. But I mean, it, it almost seemed like it would be like a, a, another one of those like equality films, you know? Oh, you know, he's fighting for the quality of the blanks and. Yeah. Unless that'd, he that'd does be a that, weird movie. That would be a it, it weird, would be ass weird movie. But I'm just saying that's what it seems like. Hmm. If he, if they do do it, which I doubt they will, it doesn't make the ending bad. But if it leaves it blank like this, it's a pretty bad ending. Yeah. But you know, throughout the middle, I thought it was a great movie. Oh yeah. Oh great. I, it might be a little strong, but it's better than good. Mm. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I, I can safely give it a six. I could recommend it, but it would be a selective recommendation. Like it's it's that it's recommended with a grain of salt. More or less, yeah. Because you have to... Uh, uh, it's a harder one to recommend, but I still do it. Like, you read anything like me, it's like, I still do it. But you gotta be really careful what you get into, because... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've kind of done that with other movies there, where it's like, you know... You know, did you like this movie? No? You're probably not gonna like this one, then. So you... You know... And you can't even say, like, oh, did you like Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz, because... <laughs> No, you can't. That's the unfortunate problem. The biggest problem is you can't even compare this thing to anything, which almost makes it... Yeah, there's not really a movie to compare it to. Yes. I guess you could compare it to This Is The End, because it has... It's a bunch of friends that know each other. They've kind of grown distant, and they got to work out their problems. Facing the apocalypse, almost. Yeah. It is similar in some way. Not very much. Like a, this, is, this is the whole Red Planet... Mission to Mars scenario, where these movies just happen to be released very similar times to each other. Yeah. yeah. They're not even that similar. There's or uh, Dread and the Raid. Yeah, Dread and the Raid Redemption had. Did they that basically have the same premise. Cops getting locked in a like a apartment building, having to fight their way through it. The only difference is the Raid. There's like what six of them. I don't know. Uh, there's a few. Anyway, uh. this is kind of coincidence. So you'd give it a six. I'd give it a six. I didn't yeah. think we'd match on that one. Uh-huh. All right, Dixon. Did we sway you? Not. <laughs> Well, except for that there's a point about the pubs having the names, and yes, all the pubs' names really do mean certain things. I've thought about it; they definitely do. There's, there's symbolism in all. Oh, of them. for sure, for sure. Yeah. But um. And they're great names too. They're very British. Uh, but. Oh yeah. My rating. This is the easiest one for me to ever rate. Like I had a number right away. Like to review, this one was the easiest. Yeah. I'm gonna say right away. I'll explain it. But say right away. I would not recommend this to people, and I'm gonna give this a. Go to four. Four out of ten. Not a three, but a four. Okay. Um, no. Five, five, is, five is a pass. Five is average. Like, I think 
Did I give Wolverine a pass? Probably not. Yeah. I can't remember if he did. See, we have it was to. probably very similar give... to a four. I mean, yeah. Maybe I give it a three. You know what we need? Oh, we no, need maybe like you did give him a four. Maybe yeah. I did. We I need a flowchart above you on your wall. Just to remind ourselves what we rated. Yeah, I would definitely. I'll, I'm going to do that this week. Um, yeah. Then the beginning. I liked when they showed them in high school. I liked that introduction. Him yeah. getting them the band back together. Uh, too much. Yeah, that was a little hard to watch. Almost. That was hard. It was uncomfortable. Yeah. He's such a. He's such a. Get. So. So greasy and lame. Yeah. And not with it. Um, even how he finds out these guys are like, like I was cringing when you when you find out. There's actually robots in town. He's trying to talk to that kid in the bathroom. Yeah. I'm like, man, this guy. Like, if this guy started talking, I'd want to. I I thought this kid was just gonna kick his ass. Yeah. Or he was wearing headphones and wasn't listening to him because I wouldn't listen to this guy. This guy's fucking living his his glory days. And he's talking about the time he punched the wall in the bathroom, which is still yeah. there. Like, the end in the wall such a is still there. Yeah, it's kind of creepy. Especially um, when they're like just trying to talk when taking a. Piss. I'm kind of glad that it was a robot. It wasn't just some kid like that beats him up like. <laughs> Or he beats up a kid. Like, yeah. it actually set up the robots, but... They almost kind of made a fourth movie that's post-apocalyptic. Yeah. It felt... Yeah, like you said, if it had ended after the explosion and the town has been blown up, I would have been okay with that. Yeah. But then they look kind of the awkward, like, explaining, oh, yeah, your brother got turned to mulch. Which they do gloss over anyway twice. Yeah, they gloss over that really hard. Yeah, what happened to your brother? I'll, I'll tell you in the car. Yeah. Later. And we never find out. Um, so, you gave it a four. Definitely a four. I think it is a natural progression, I think, of the series. Maybe not in the right direction, but uh, Shaun of the Dead, zombie movie. You can watch it. It's a comedy. Hot Fuzz, well, I know some people didn't like it because it's, it's too British for them. Especially the beginning, obviously. Yeah. This movie, I think, is the wackiness is gone from it all, almost. And it's very, it's much more British. Yeah. And I think that's where it's going to lose people. It went, it went the other way. I, I'm a fan of the ridiculousness. I, I like the over-the-top. And this movie wasn't over-the-top enough oh. for me. Like, if... I wish Pierce Brosnan started fighting them. I was expecting, like, something like T- Timothy Dalton did in Hot Fuzz, where he started fighting them. That yeah, like, almost something. where he was like, okay, no, I don't... You're not going to be with us? Okay, and then, like, jump over the table. Yeah, and or he, he was the he was the guy, like, who planned all this and was working with the aliens. Yeah. Because he was, like, a dick principal. Yeah. He's, like, a guidance counselor yeah, or something. He was like a teacher. He's a teacher. Or a teacher. He was somebody who thought it was cool to smoke with the kids. Yeah. Which, if that's a guidance counselor, counselor or a teacher did that today, they'd be fired, suspended, lynched, and tarred and feathered within a week. But uh, F four, I can't recommend it. Well, that's like I, I, I don't think I even want to watch this again. I wouldn't buy it. That's I a good bought qu- the other two, but I would not watch this again. Yeah. I, I, I would watch it again, but it's very selective for me. It's, it's not like Shadow of the Dead Hot Fuzz where I could put Like, it maybe in, in 10 years, and it's like, oh, yeah, this was a movie. <laughs> this was a movie when we were like, young. But, like, if I go over to someone's house, they're like, hey, you know, I got this on DVD, you want to watch it? It'd be like, ah, oh, you got something else? I'll watch Terminator yeah. for 100 times. I'll watch Terminator 100 times, but, uh. <laughs> what about its sequels? Two, Terminator yes, 2. Yeah. Terminator, oh, definitely. Terminator 2 was way better. <laughs> I mean, I love both Turner movies. <laughs> They're both good. In any it's classics, in they any just of, got they, that series. It just got better. It did just get better. The first one was good, and the second was even better. They yeah. the whole just, every time they stopped it at the right time. Yeah, it's just, they didn't go overboard. All of them. In any event, I think that's a good place to wrap up here. As we've been chatting for just under an hour. Really? Uh, wow. I know. Actually, this is almost like a movie. It's like two hours long, but it doesn't feel like it. I guess because we had a lot. Yeah, of that was a, that was really the movie moved along at quick pace. Yeah. Any event, this is the three guys saying goodnight. Good night. Bye.